It's Friday, February 10th, 2023. Welcome to episode 40 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler, and this edition of the Postcast, the City Council votes for additional funding for the Alameda Warming Shelter, Bay Farm Middle School Saga continues, the ongoing problem of trash on the MLK shoreline, assistance is available if you were affected by storms and flooding, a review of renting on the island, opportunities for students, The Alameda International Film Festival is upon us, and Alameda says goodbye to a beloved restaurateur and community member. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, as I noted last week, the warming shelter at Christ Episcopal Church at Grand and Santa Clara was initially intended to be a -a three-night-a-week offering. As the atmospheric rivers and cold weather arrived, that quickly shifted to seven nights a week. Originally intended to be open through the end of January, Christ Church has requested to keep the shelter operational through the end of April and then offered $9,000 in additional funding on top of their original $20,000 donation. On Tuesday, the matter was brought before the city council in an effort to secure additional funding. The shelter is staffed by the Housing Consortium of East Bay and Village of Love in the evenings and overnight with volunteers operating the shelter during the day. Thus far, the shelter has served 41 individuals with an average nightly attendance of 16. Councilmember Tracy Jensen said the warming shelter illustrates how community resources can work with city support to help the unhoused. Also noted that she was not aware of any complaints from neighbors or calls to the police over the first two months of the shelter's operation. Public commentary was supportive, noting the sense of community fostered by the shelter. HCEB Director Darren Lowndes said he was impressed with volunteers from the church and greater community that make additional support such as meals, warm showers, and daytime shelter possible. The motion to increase the winter warming shelter funding by $53,383 passed unanimously. The total will not exceed $123,385 for the shelter's operation seven days a week through April 30th. For full details of the meeting, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. On the subject of the council, a return to in-person meetings after nearly three years on Zoom. On March 1st, California is ending the statewide emergency order that set aside parts of the Ralph M. Brown Act that covers how public meetings are to be conducted. As of February 27th, all Alameda board and commission meetings will be conducted in person, although the public will still have the opportunity to participate via Zoom. Meetings will continue to be live-streamed on Facebook. The city has put the following safety measures in place. The wearing of masks is strongly encouraged. A combination of ionization and frequent air filtration, as well as shields between the seats on the dais. For a complete look at this new hybrid meeting setup, see Adam Gillett's article at alamedapost.com slash news. On February 2nd, Alameda United School District held its third community meeting to discuss the proposed phase-out of the Bay Farm Middle School. District Superintendent Pascal Scuderi argued that low enrollment and high attrition at BFMS indicate a need to discontinue the program. Scuderi proposes that the savings, estimated at $300,000 per year, go toward full-day kindergarten and more specialist teaching staff, such as for music and physical education. Public comment ran along three primary themes, the benefits of a smaller school, especially for neurodivergent children, the speed of the proposed phase-out as an impediment to finding alternative schooling next year, this far along in the current school year, and the detriments of closing a school that just landed on California's distinguished schools list. Superintendent Scuderi will facilitate another opportunity for public comment at the February 14th Board of Education meeting. The board will make its decision regarding BFMS closure at that meeting. 
For further details and to look ahead to the next meeting, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. Like Sisyphus trying to roll that boulder up a hill, that's one way to describe the folks who have been picking up trash in the marsh wetlands at Martin Luther King Jr. Regional Shoreline for years. Alameda resident Jim DuPont is one of those folks. Quote, I've been cleaning this shoreline since 2018. It's like Groundhog Day. We clean, it rains, and the trash from Oakland streets covers the shoreline again. End quote. One suggestion is for the City of Oakland and the East Bay Regional Park District to partner and install in-stream trash capture devices at points where the creeks and sloughs enter the marshland, which would prevent most trash from entering San Leandro Bay in the first place. These trash capture devices, such as litter gitter and trash trout, are used effectively on streams around the country. On paper, the City of Oakland is 100% in compliance with the Water Board's trash reduction program, but obviously there is work to be done. Beyond the obvious visual pollution, plastics eventually degrade into microplastics, further harming the ecosystem of the estuary. For a closer look at this ongoing issue, see Irene Dieter's article at alamedapost.com features. If the storms and flooding in early January caused damage to your home or business, you can apply for financial support from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, at nearby in-person sites starting today and running for two weeks. The new disaster recovery centers in Alameda County are operated by the county in partnership with FEMA and the California Office of Emergency Services. The center closest to Alameda is located at 7001 Oakport Street in Oakland. Another is located at 4825 Gleason Drive in Dublin. Both centers will be open daily, February 10th to February 24th, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Each center has translation services available. Applications for FEMA assistance are due by March 16th. Applications may also be filed online at the Disaster Assistance website. For details, including those links and the necessary information you need to provide, visit alamedapost.com news. 53% of all housing units in Alameda are occupied by renters. Almost half of those renters pay more than 30% of their income on rent. Alameda renters, their household income, about half that of the average homeowner. To help them out, the City of Alameda established a rent ordinance to protect tenants from excessive rent increases and to promote equity and stability in the rental market. The Alameda Rent Program was created to implement the City's rent ordinance through education, community engagement, and collaboration. It completed its first quarter as a division of the City Attorney's Office in December after making the transition from being part of the Housing Authority and relocating the program's offices to City Hall West. The program issued its 2022 annual report on Monday the 6th. The report details their activities during 2022 and presents data on cases, submissions, registration, and Alameda's rental market. For a look at the work done by the program as we ease out of pandemic restrictions and safeguards, visit alamedapost.com news. Before you know it, the school year will be over. A couple of great opportunities for students are coming up. The Alameda Chamber of Commerce Foundation will be awarding 14 scholarships of $1,500 each to students pursuing higher education in STEAM fields. That's science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math. For current college students and recent college grads, the Port of Oakland's Paid Summer Internship Program is back. The program offers work in a wide range of fields, including aviation, information technology, environmental programs, risk management, and more. Interns earn $25 an hour and may work up to 25 hours per week. For details and application information for both the scholarship and intern programs, visit alamedapost.com slash features. The Alameda International Film Festival returns next Thursday. The opening film is The Other Fellow, a documentary by U.K. filmmaker Matthew Bauer. The subject, real men named James Bond. 
<laughs> Sharing a name with Ian Fleming's most famous secret agent is, as you might imagine, a bit of a mixed bag. Look for Gene Kahane's preview at alamedapost.com slash features. From 1981 until 2017, a trip to Kamakura at 2549 Santa Clara Avenue was a beloved tradition on Alameda. Everyone who dined there came not just for the food, but for the wonderful hospitality offered by Faith Yamato. Kamakura was a popular destination for celebrations, many a diner serenaded by the entire restaurant in a rousing rendition of Happy Birthday. A fire closed Kamakura in 2017, and it never reopened. This past Sunday, Faith Yamato left us at the age of 98, just shy of her 99th birthday. As news of her passing spread, tributes poured in across social media. Our publisher, Adam Gillett, took some time to share his memories. Head over to alamedapost.com slash op-ed, where you'll also find links to share your remembrances of one of Alameda's treasured individuals. Rest in peace, Faith. Our popular walking history tours continue this Sunday. Join award-winning historian Dennis Evanoski and the Alameda Post this Sunday at 10 for a walking tour of St. Charles Street and the surrounding neighborhoods. We'll learn how a wealthy merchant family and an association of German investors shaped much of what we know today as the Gold Coast. Details and tickets at alamedapost.com tours. Alamedapost.com slash events, your source for events of interest. The Frank Bett Center offers two exhibitions, For the Birds and California Dreamin' with Stephen Berry. You'll also find a reception Friday from 6 to 8. The Red Door on Ensenal presents Fell from Heaven, a night gallery and art market, Friday from 7 until 10. Alterina Playhouse continues their run of Slow Food, weekends through February 19th. Community Action for a Sustainable Alameda hosts the monthly Waterfront Cleanup, Saturday from 10 until noon. Meet at Waterfront Park by Seaplane Lagoon. Bring gloves and a bucket or paper bags. Afterwards, celebrate your good works at the rake. On Valentine's Day, pick up some fresh food and flowers at the Alameda Farmer's Market. Thank you for supporting nonprofit news for Alameda. See all the benefits of membership at alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Mastodon. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 41 of the Alameda Postcast. Whether you're rooting for the Chiefs, Eagles, Rihanna, or the commercials, here's to a super Sunday.